Good evening, good evening, and good evening. Welcome to the Man in the Mirror. I'm your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, along with our lovely co-host, Michelle Johnson. And this month, we are celebrating authors this Christmas 2015. And our second guest tonight is uh, um, is the lovely Miss Ebony Trush, author of an exciting and empowering book titled The Significance Factor. Um, before we get started, if you have a question or a comment, please press the number one on your phone and you'll be put in our queue. And also, ladies, before we get started, we will open up in prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we again bow down, Lord, humbling ourselves before you. Thank you, Lord, for Another day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways. We thank you, Lord, for grace. We thank you, Lord, for mercy, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the ministry of the man in the mirror, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the co-host, Michelle Johnson, Lord. Continue to bless her, Lord. Bless her family in a mighty and powerful way. Bless our host tonight, Miss Ebony Trust. We pray that people come on, listen to her, learn from her, and feel empowered after hearing her story. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done and are going to do. And we ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And again, Miss Ebony, that is welcome. We just want to welcome you and say hello to you. Welcome, uh, Miss Ebony. Well, thank you, Hezekiah and Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I do feel welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good. And a few notes um, for t- about tonight's guest. And then after I give this information, I will let her tell us her story. Um, you know, about her from being way down in Alabama, and <laughs> we'll go from there. Described as an engaging, anointed, powerful, fiery, passionate, and hilarious. Now, how can you put all that in one sentence, but that's okay. God has given <laughs> Ebony L. Trust the task of rescuing women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Besides being an, an empowerment speaker and best-selling author, she is a life and business mentor to women and a few privileged men, thank the Lord, understanding that one's <laughs> personal life and one's business endeavors are tied to one another. She helps women fully connect to themselves in order to fully commit to their business. She uses her book, The Significance Factor, as a guide as she mentors women in her circle of significance, C-O-S. Mentorship program through COS Ebony helps the women she mentors to design bigger, broader, bolder, intentionally. Again, Miss Ebony, welcome. That was a brief introduction, and we'll just let you tell us about you, your upbringing. You know, how did you get to where you're at right now? All right. Okay. So that's the. That's very interesting. So, um, thank you once again for having me on. I am I, I feel very privileged to be able to um be before your audience tonight. So thank you once again. Thanks you guys for um joining us, those who are here. Um again, my name is Ebony Elchus and uh as Hezekiah said, I am now in Alabama, uh, but I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. And uh I 
graduated, you know, I, I literally like on the Detroit side of Eight Mile was born and raised, <laughs> and so I did not come to Alabama until I wow, that's the rough side. The, <laughs> well, you know, some people claim Detroit, but they really live in Southfield, you know, or Dearborn, but they claim Detroit. No, I'm 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 Motown, show enough. But only one stop sign, right? (laughs) I'm east side, east side, Motown, east side, showing up, showing up. So um, came out here for college, graduated from an HBCU, Talladega College, uh, the Harvard of the South, and um, wound up staying. I had anticipated uh, going to law school, and and I I recount this story actually in the book, my whole life, I had the uh, the desire to be an attorney. Never deviated from that. Kind of vacillated between the the types of law that I uh, wanted to practice, uh, but I never deviated from law. And I was a part of various programs in the city of Detroit. You know that kind of prepare students for that kind of career. Da da da. Went to college, uh, majored in sociology in preparation for it, and I remember my junior year of college. I sat in my dorm room. I had uh, gotten applications and brochures from um, the various schools that I was interested in, and I laid them across the bed and I started praying. I said, "All right, God, which school do you want me to go to?" And I had never asked the Lord uh, if He wanted me to go to law school. You know, I never consulted him, got his input on that. And so when the Spirit of God said, no, you're not going to law school, it's like, what? You know, I mean, I, I, I literally fasted for seven days. Because I'm like, That's, this is of the devil. No. This, no. <laughs> I fasted for seven days just water because I'm like, God, this cannot be you. I am tripping, you know. Um so I, I actually wound up staying in Talladega, you know, long story short, and um, started a career as a teacher, an elementary school teacher. And um, I have always been, though, an entrepreneur since I was six years old. I had a lemonade stand in front of my grandmother's house. And so from there, I just, I, I had all, I can remember when I was a teenager, I was about 13 years old, I developed Teen Co., and Teen Co. under the the umbrella of Teen Co. was rent a kid, and I would rent my friends <laughs> out to, to elderly people to do housework. I'm trying to get rid of them, but you're you're trying to rent them. Okay, fine, go ahead. <laughs> right. So so I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, you know. So again, since I was six years old, and so even. Um, as a teacher, I had, you know, done various things. I, I sold Mary Kay like three different times. Um, I mean, I did some of everything. And finally, uh, as I was in the midst of a, a complete, utter, and colossal failure, um, God showed me exactly what my purpose was and that he had called me to women, he had called me to speak, he had called me to write, and he had called me to empower. Um, and so that's what I do now. As you said, I am a life and a business mentor, and I help women to navigate that infinite circle that is life and business, and I love every minute of it. And so my book, The Significance Factor, it talks about how um, we are 
born significantly. And we have to embrace the idea that we're here for purpose, on purpose. And so many people are living just to die. They're living, um, they're going to work every day, expecting to retire so they can get that gold watch and that certificate, you know, and have that pension until they just leave here. And what the book does, what I tell people, the book is, is, is all about, in a nutshell, helping you to create a life that when you leave here, you'll be more than just another obituary in, in the family photo album. Because everybody had that grandmother or that aunt or somebody who was the collector of the obituaries. So whenever I know my grandmother, she the first page that she would go to in the newspaper was the obituary because she wanted to see who died and all that kind of stuff. And anytime there was a funeral, she even if she didn't go, she asked, she would ask someone to bring her the obituary, right? And so she would sell them all in the family photo. Most of people, we didn't even know who they were, but it was just something about having that obituary. And most people's lives in there. They do not, their legacy does not continue past that obituary. And what that means is that they die living beneath their privilege. And so what the book does is to help people to to rise to the occasion, to become the expression of their full self that God has called them to be, and to cause others to point to them and say, because of Hezekiah, because of uh, Michelle, I am now doing fill in the blank because you want to leave a legacy that does more than cause you to be just a name that's called around the Thanksgiving table. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Absolutely. I approve this message. <laughs> that's your story, and you're sticking to it. I like that. Yes, okay. Yes, 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 Absolutely. So um that and, and and I really so what I talk about in the book is my first realization uh, my life didn't matter and for most people that's the reality there are people who love you yes um, do people uh, want to see you do they want to see you succeed all that good stuff yes but at the end of the day every single day have you done something that actually mattered to more than somebody in your immediate sphere of influence. And um, in the book I talk about how in 1998 uh, I have two sons, Gabriel and Michael, and my oldest son, Gabriel, he and I, he was four at the time. He and I were traveling to a neighboring city, and we got into a rollover accident. Um, I was driving my SUV, and I swerved to miss a car who didn't see me. She was trying to cross the median. And I swerved to miss her. And he and I went back and forth across the two-lane highway. We um, hit the median, jumped, and flipped three times and landed upside down. And, oh, every, yeah, everybody who saw the accident, they they oh like, we cannot believe that y'all are, are standing here talking to us right now. Like, they, they literally stopped in the highway expecting for the car to explode or something. And so when it didn't, they they are, okay, well, they must be unconscious or worse. Like, people literally thought that we did not make it out of that accident, but God is awesome. And um, he is faithful, and I thank him all the time for his protection. And so we walked away from that accident, but a couple of days later, as I, I, on the scene, I guess I was, like, going through shock because all I could think of was, now, how am I going to get home? 
I'm standing out here in the middle of the highway. How in the world am I going to get off? You know, it's just like, you know. Um, so I guess I was in shock. So when I got home and I was, you know, just kind of sitting around a couple of days later, the thought that occurred to me was if I would have died the other day, who would have been affected besides my husband and my mother? Is there anybody mm. else in the world, you know, who could say, oh, my gosh, like who would – be affected past that, past grief. Now, you want people to be more than just sad when you die. You want them to actually miss you because you have affected them and, and impacted them. And and when I asked myself that question, I, I despised the answer because the reality was I didn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, I didn't matter. And I didn't like that. I was incredibly and hugely insignificant. And so I set out on a path then to determine, okay, what is my area of significance? What is that thing? And how do I live it out loud? How do I become bold? How do I become brave? You know, how do I stand out? Because everybody has a standout point. Most people try to hide, but everybody has a standout point, and and each one of us has a unique one, so we don't have to – throw shade on somebody else. We all got our own shine. Mm. So there again, that's what I help uh, people to do in the book, and it's, it, it is um, content, but it's also a workbook. So you actually work through these questions, work through these things for yourself, and you come out on the other side with an actual plan to live bolder, to live more broadly, you know, and to be brave in your life. And to leave a legacy because that's what it's all about is to have um, people's grandchildren saying, hey, because of Hezekiah's man in the mirror show, I'm doing this. Because he was bold enough, because he was brave enough, because he believed that he was significant, here I am doing this. And I I can attribute my success and what I'm doing to Hezekiah's obedience. That's what it's all about. Oh, see, now you're trying to make me tear up over here. I mean, um, I, I, you, know, you know, it is what it is. Now, you know. You but um, I'm going to back up because you, um, I'm going to back up, but I um, just want to make sure that um, they really know that this you're listening live to um, The Man in the Mirror with Hezekiah uh, Montgomery and our host, Michelle Johnson, and we are having a blessed um, interview with Miss Ebony Truss. She's the author of The Significant Factor coming out soon. You can call in at 917-889-2271. Again, 917-889-2271. Or log in online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the man in the mirror. And Miss Ebony, so um, we almost have some things in common. When you start something and, you know, you say you started law school, and you wanted to know, hear an answer from the Lord. And when he, you know, when he said no, you had, you know, you was astounded, basically. I because And you fasted and you fasted and prayed. You went, you did all the steps. Yes. We did all the steps. So yes. you said, okay. But, you know, sometimes that could be putting a cart before the horse because, you know, did you pray to say, hey, is law school for me right now? Or did right. you just That's say, I'm going to go to law school, and then I'm going to pray after it? Right, right. I, I, I never asked, I never um, sought the Lord about 
law school, about whether he wanted me to practice law, about, you know, any of that. I never did. I just always um, had that desire um, in myself as long as I can remember. I've always had that desire in myself, and um, that was the problem. It was it was self. It was self and was what I wanted right. to do. Right, right. So, so you know, so there again, really the fasting um, probably really wasn't even anything real spiritual. It was just, like I said, trying to make sure that, that it wasn't the devil. You know, <laughs> you know that right. it just wasn't the tacos I had eaten earlier that day. You know, like, it, <laughs> that it really was not. <laughs> you know, okay. I had to make sure. Excellent. Right. So, yeah, yeah. And what would you tell our young people, if we have any or listener or that may listen to this, um, what would you tell them as they're, you know, seeking out first their what they want to do? You know, and since you've been through through it, like I, I, I put the cart before the horse. Yeah. So I didn't talk to God about it first. But mm-hmm. what would you suggest they do? Definitely seek the face of God um, because there there is, there is a there is something there's a seed in you that has been in you before conceived and it is God's idea of who you are and so in order to connect to God's idea of who you are you have to uh, consult him and in order Masmoro always talks about purpose and one thing that he would say is that in order to know the purpose of a thing you have to consult the manufacturer. If if I drive a Ford and something goes wrong with it, I'm not going to take it to the Toyota dealership because they didn't manufacture my Ford. And so if I want to know what's going on with me, good or bad, if I want to know what it is I'm supposed to be doing, I need to go to my manufacturer because he's the one who placed that seed in me and he's the one that can germinate it and make it grow and make it blossom and bloom into what's called a significant life. Excellent. I like that answer. Yes. And yes. also you said you you prayed and you fasted and prayed. So, you know, that's one thing that we need to teach our, our young people as well because they don't know yes. the understanding of what fasting. They love to eat. So if you turn that yes. plate down, if you say, okay, we're going to um, – we're going to actually fast tonight. And they'll probably look at you like, what? Mm-hmm. But, Dog you know, we're going to turn that prey down, seek God. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll start crying, right? They'll, 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 it's like the, the world has ended. You know, yeah. we're not eating tonight. Well, Mommy is called to fast tonight because we, we're going yeah. through something. We need to seek God. And But, you know, again, that's a good thing because we need to mm-hmm. teach our children about um, praying and fasting, and I like that as well because you know you even though you put you you did yours afterwards, but God said mm-hmm. yes. God was always answer three ways: yes, no, or right. Not right now. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know He has a yes or a no, but it may be not now, and He may want to redirect you because I'm sure, I know He did it to me. Redirect you in another direction. So, yeah. but it wasn't the end of your world. And no um, another thing, another thing is, uh, you know, Mary, I didn't think Mary Kay wasn't around that long, but you did Mary Kay for a minute, too. So, Mary, I'm just finding out Mary Kay's been around for a minute. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, since the 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since the 60s. The 50s or oh, the 60s, Jesus. yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm not that old, but um, 
sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, just like that. There you go. There you go. And then um, as I read in your bio and get information, you said you failed tremendously. And a lot of people don't understand. And I wrote that in a room, and I'm going to comment so our listeners remember that failure is not final. You're speaking to someone who say, look, I messed up. Something didn't come out mm-hmm. right. Failure is mm-hmm. not final, only feedback. So explain yes. that um, to um, okay. our listening audience. Absolutely, absolutely. So so uh, that is very true, and I have lived that failure is not final. It's just feedback, and, and it's feedback for the next phase. And so um, I, you know, of course we fail, you know, at, at various things, you know, throughout life. And I believe that failure is a good thing because it teaches you what not to do, how to do it differently. Um, or, or how to do it the correct way. And so in 2011, um, I stepped out for the very first time as an entrepreneur working um, for myself. And my husband and I, we opened a private Christian school in our city in, in 2011. And there were, oh, my gosh, so many circumstances. I, first of all, I thought that um, I was doing what the Lord had called me to do. And in in sort of a way it was, but not completely. I again I did not count the cost completely, um, before I started building the house. And some some uh the the people who we actually got the building from, um, they duped us basically. And the building was in foreclosure. They needed a scapegoat and that was us. And I live in small town Alabama, you know, so word travels fast, and the story went that we were neglecting and abusing the children at the school, so they had to throw oh, to the state close us down. Yes, so the state closed us down. So in a matter of hours, I went from being a, you know, respected teacher, entrepreneur in the community to being a low-life and a child abuser. And so, you know, therefore, trips to Walmart were especially awesome. <laughs> you know, because you got everybody looking at you. And so fortunately, you know, uh, God's mercy, he had already, uh, the spirit of God had already let me know what to do, and so we didn't miss a beat. Uh, they they locked it. Now, the state didn't shut us down. All that was a lie. None of that happened. But, again, to get us out of the building, they couldn't say, well, we messed up. You know, so they had to put it off on us. And so we left that building on a Friday, opened back up that next Monday, you know, with our students um, in a different location, uh, which was, you know, all God. But we never actually had the student body, tuition-paying student body, in order to support me having um, an income. And so I left, I had left my uh, my teaching position, um, so uh, therefore, you know, I, I, I lost my steady income, and my husband worked for the government at the time, but um, not long after that was that huge uh, government layoff, and he was a part of it. And so, oh, long story short, yeah, long story short, we wound up um, losing the house. We had to file bankruptcy. Both of our SUVs were repossessed. Uh, we were on food stamps, and I thought we were on our way to divorce court. Now, in small town Alabama, that's some sure enough failure for you. And it was public. 
and because you know that they put your foreclosure in the paper and all like with the name and you know complete with the middle initial like it's the whole <laughs> name you know yeah you know. I mean I mean yes yes and, and so we over a process of about um, two and a half years we slowly were losing everything because we were trying to keep the school open. We were trying to keep it open, trying to keep it open. Um, and finally, once again, I went to the Lord, and I said, listen, I said, this, first of all, does not glorify you. And so where did I mess up, you know? Um, and it was in the midst of that that the Lord showed me. I, I was I was listening to um, Brendan Burchard. He is um, a coach. Um, and I, I was actually trying to get marketing tips for the school, and in the midst of listening to him, the Spirit of God said, "This is what I called you to do." And I'm like, "Are you?" I, 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 out of my mouth, I literally said, "With students present, I said, are you for real, God?'" And they were like, "What you say, Miss Trust? You know, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it out loud, but I was, are you for real? <laughs> you know?" And then immediately the Spirit of God began to remind me of various times where I, I, I would minister, where what, what I had been basically speaking. People have been asking me to come speak at various places, but I didn't consider it, you know, quote, speaking. I was just going to serve, you know, or me having coached women for basically about seven years. Um, at that time, it, it, it had been about seven years. And so I'm like, God, oh, my, I've been doing this the whole time. And had no idea, you know, and so at that point is when, you know, I, I decided, okay, but, you know, um, we had already, you know, pretty much lost everything at that point. Um, but now here I am two and a half years from that and a successful business owner. I mean, God is a restorer. He really, really is, especially when you're being obedient and you're walking in your area of significance. And see, that's why this mm-hmm. book is so important, and that's why I want to get it into as many hands as I possibly can because there are people, there are people who are right now in the midst of drama, in the midst of a a tremendous failure, a public failure like mine, um, you got people talking about you. You got people stabbing you in your back. You're not sure what to do. It feels like chaos all around you. And sometimes the answer is simply shifting into your place of significance. And once you get into that niching and get into that place and, and you start riding that wave, everything will turn around and it won't take long. It will be a suddenly in your life. I promise you it will not take long, but you got to get to that place. And that's why this book is so important. All right, Pastor, so, you're doing a good job. Said, you are doing a good job. Thank you. I wanted to um, ask a question because I've run across a lot of people who um, they are at the point where, you know, they they have literally discovered their passion. Um mm-hmm their purpose, but they uh, go through almost uh, a struggle mm-hmm. from going from discovering it, their passion and purpose to actually being able to make a living out of it. And then some people have even expressed the point of view that, um, and I just wanted to know what, what you thought or what your thoughts were on this, but some people mm-hmm. have even expressed uh, a point of view that well, there, there's going to be a time, you know, where 
maybe in the beginning where you are just basically sewing, mm-hmm. and you're you know you may be giving your services away or you know you may not be charging for what what it is that you do, but you know then eventually it may move into that. But I just wanted to know your thoughts on that because I I I kind of you know always tell people don't um, shortchange yourself, but mm-hmm. I do understand you know that last statement about a period of sewing. But I, I just wanted to know your thoughts on it. Absolutely. So and that's a great question, Michelle. Thank you. So um, when I first started, I I started out of the gate. Um, attaching an investment to the the services that I offered, mm-hmm. um, and that is primarily because I recognized my value. Not well, kind of sorta. Of, because at first I was kind of scared because, like you said, when you're first starting out, sometimes there is this this um prevailing attitude that okay well you gotta you know you gotta earn your your strikes, you know, you gotta pay your dues and you know, you can't just come <laughs> out just you know what I'm saying, you can't just come yeah. out charging, you because know, you a new kid on the block. But value is value. And that's mm. just it. And when you recognize your value, then I believe other people should recognize it as well. Um now, so for example when you go to um, Walgreens, right, and there's a, on the shelf you have Tide, you have Gain, and then you have the Walgreens brand. Now, Tide and Gain, you're going to pay for the name Tide and Gain. They have mm-hmm. been around, you know, they are established, all that kind of stuff. But the Walgreens brand is not free. Uh, They're not saying, well, you know, oh, man, well, you know, we haven't been around as long as Tide and Gain or you know, we don't have the same ingredients as Tide and Gain, you know, but so we just going to be free. No. <laughs> They're charging for their <laughs> You know. They I love recognize, that. <laughs> yes. They just, they just recognize the fact that they clean a little differently or they have a different smell, a different flavor, or whatever the case may be. But, uh, yeah, we clean too. <laughs> so, you know, hey. So yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. So, whether you've been around for 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 two months or for twenty years, there's still value to what you have to offer. And now, do I think that people should sew? Absolutely, yes. But to sew everything um, under the auspices of well, I'm new at this. No, no, because everybody. The reality is, Michelle, is that everybody is an expert at something. Whatever it is that uh, that you know well you may not know it as well as the person who's been in it for 5, 10, 15 years, but you know more than a person who just started yesterday. So Mm -hmm. to them, you are an expert, and your expertise has a value and comes at a premium, and that's just it. Well, I love the way that you, especially the the whole scenario with the game. That's actually very good. That really puts it in perspective. I love that. Thank you. Excellent. I like it, too. You are listening live with Hezekiah Montgomery and Michelle Johnson as we're 
on the man in the mirror as we're talking to Miss um, Ebony Trust, author of The Significant Factor, and she's basically telling us that we are significant. We, you know, she's Absolutely. a life coach, empowering person. Um, she wants to know that you are significant and you matter. Um, we're going to yeah. take a small break, and this is, you know, just this is the holiday season, and the song that I do that I play was for is an oldie but goodie um, for Miss Ebony. And when we come back, I will want to mention. I want her to. I like that quote. She said, "We have to live." I'm going to write something on that myself. We have to live. What is going to be done? What people are going to say past the obituary? Just like you say, your mother's always, you know, looking to see who. And that's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. But your mother's always looking to see who's died. That's kind of scary, though. Yeah. Like, uh, who died today? It's like, okay. It's like I, I, I heard about what's going on in the news today, but um, who died today? Well, you know what? Uh-huh. That was her thing. God bless her. But um, we're going to have a few notes from our sponsors. Um, a note from Music Instruction for All Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrument, instrumental lessons, please contact us at um, their new number, 888-501-8650, extension 778. Um, to set up an appointment or talk to the instructors. And please visit us visit us on our new website at www.mifalinc.org. And another sponsor is the Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, and not to mention... Beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project and their website at www.curvyboss.com. And Michelle, I, I, you know, you mentioned last week that you are working on a project. So just give out, take a couple minutes, and give our audience um, some information about the um, project that you are working on. Well, I am a a part of Curvy Boss Project, and right now we are doing a a GoFundMe fundraiser uh, in order to put out a full-figured women's calendar. We want to highlight and show the beauty and the talented full-figured women that are in the community. And so uh, that is that GoFundMe. You can find the link on the Curvy Boss Project Facebook page. And just look it up and, and um, you know, support. Basically, that's all we're looking for is support with that project so that we can put out a calendar showcasing the beautiful full-figured women uh, in Baltimore and actually in a couple of other states as well that are a part of the organization. Excellent. Okay, we... We'll be back, and I thank you for that, Michelle. We will be back in a few minutes, and this song is just to say, get us inspired and ready for the holiday season. See you in a few.
I'm 
Back live with the man in the mirror with your host Hezekiah L. Montgomery and co-host Nichelle Johnson. Um, we're talking to Miss Ebony Truss, author of The Significance Factor, and she's showing us that we are all significant. If you'd like to comment or question, please call in at 917-889-2271. Again, that's 917-889-2271. Or, again, um, log in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the man in the mirror. And we are just having a good time with Miss Ebony. And, you know, I've been looking forward to this all week. And I even did her a pre-show with some of you listening to just to introduce her so people will be ready to, you know, log in, call, or even, you know, try to, you know, log on the event page and get some information. And um, the last statement I made was pass the obituary, you know. And then you also talked about that life does matter because when we go through things, sometimes we at our end rope. And I know I've been through some stuff, but yours, you know, you surprised me with that one. That one just came out of left field. It's like, you know, the, the rumors start getting along and, you know, you went from this, you know, something that wasn't your fault. And so they just turned it into... Well, they didn't do what they were supposed to do, and they were treating mm-hmm. the kids bad, so they closed them down. What? Mm-hmm. But yep. that just shows you don't have to be just in the Baltimore area or the Philadelphia area. It happens all over the country. Yes, Because, it you know, people will talk, gossip, will destroy, and that's the thing that people don't think about, gossip, you know, until you yes. get to the real story. Go to the source. Find out what really happened. Don't Absolutely. just It's like that. It's like that thing um, we, I forgot what it was called. We were all in the classroom, and you get in this big circle, 
you say something, then you whisper it to the next person, and then by the time it oh, gets the, the last person, you, yeah, and by the time mm-hmm. it gets around, the whole story is not, nine times out of ten, the whole story is going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. basically and, and you know the what, same thing. What has Kaya, yes, and, and you know what, here's the thing, though, about that game and, and sometimes what we don't focus on or or think about is that um, sometimes there are people who really didn't get the message clearly, right? And so they passed <laughs> on incorrectly because of that. But then there are some people who deliberately change what was said. And so we have to recognize okay. that, that there are those two kinds of people in our lives, those who are misunderstanding and, and really just need some clarity, and then those who, who are deliberately messing up the truth in uh, for their own personal gain or to make others look bad or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we definitely got to be careful of that. And I actually put in an um, event page. You know, you mentioned something. I don't know if people are listening or you can email me later. But, you know, you have five challenges um, that you mentioned. I like this statement. I'm always going to get this statement wrong, but I'll, <laughs> I'll try my best at it. The significant factor is straightforward, no-nonsense guide to how to define your unique influence and take the necessary steps to make a lifetime impact. Ebony L. Trust, who's on the show tonight, challenged you to live your life sick, your significance unapologetically. That's the word that throws me off all the time. Through these five key principles, and I, I, I t- told people on the show, if you can tell me what the five D's are, um, we would actually, I would actually send you a gift. And just briefly, because I know you want them to buy the book, but briefly, <laughs> give us the five D's, decision, definition, dissection, direction, and domination. I'll repeat that again for those who haven't heard what I said. You had your chance. I'm giving it, giving it to you now. Decision, definition, dissection, direction, and domina- domination. Yes. You did a great job with that, Hezekiah. Very good. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's what, it, it, that word, that word unapologetically, you don't yes. see that often, but tongue twister. Because <laughs> you, you have to do it without apology. It has to be without apology. You cannot apologize for your greatness, and you definitely should not apologize for evolving past other folks' comfort zone. That's, I mean, period, period, and that, and that is exactly um, what will happen when you discover your significance and you begin to live it out loud. You will begin to evolve past people's comfort zones, and that's when gums are going to start bumping. About you, period. But you've got to be all right with that, and that's it. So, the five Ds. The first one is decision. So that is, uh, like I said earlier, you have to make the decision, and I show you how. I give you all the reasons um, why you are significant. But you have to be sold on that fact. You have to be sold. Nobody can be sold on that for you. You have to be sold on the fact that you matter, that you can matter, rather, that you can matter, that there is a reason why you were born and that you can leave a legacy when you die. 
And then definition is putting a, basically a face to that decision. What does it look like for you? Too many times we are trying to keep up with the Joneses, the Smiths, and the Thomases. Mm-hmm. We're trying to prove something to mama. We're trying to prove something to daddy. We're trying to prove something to the folks who talked about us. No, define significance for you. What is that? What is that for you? Then you have to dissect it. You got to break it up. You got to break it apart. You got to see what that looks like in order to be able to give it direction. That means, okay, now I'm, I have decided, yes, I matter. I know what that looks like for me. I have broken it up. And now I have to create a plan of action Cause, because, listen, if you don't, you would just be knowledge constipated. <laughs> Too many people are knowledge constipated. You're full of information. Oh, my oh that goodness. was a great book. <laughs> you need a movement. Okay. You need a movement, and that's what this book is for. You need a movement, baby. Yeah. And I tend to have mm. that effect on people. Yeah, I am your ex wax Merry Christmas. Okay. I love it. Merry Christmas. Yes. Well, that reminds me of when people say you're stuck. Yes. That's all. There's too much information. uh, Your knowledge constipated. That's it. And so it's all about, okay, giving it direction. What is the plan? How am I going to do this? Because otherwise you will just be knowledge constipated. And then finally, once you have given it direction and you have gone through all these steps, now you are prepared to dominate in your area of significance. Now, what does that mean? I always tell the people who I mentor and who I coach that the first two letters in dominate are D-O because you have to do something in order to dominate. You can't just sit around. You can't think about it. I don't care how many vision boards you put together. I don't care how many affirmations you say. I don't care how many scriptures you read. Until you do something, nothing will change. Nothing will happen, and you will indeed still be stuck. And so once you have created that plan, once you've given your significance direction, then I show you how to use that in, in order to dominate. Because, again, there's there's enough shine for all of us. Everybody has a place of shine, a place to shine. But we just got to find that place and be bold about it and be brave in it. So those are the five pieces. Wow, you broke it down. I'm still getting over that knowledge constipated thing. You know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I am your S Lex. Uh, That's hey, I am. I, Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're yes, bold. You're real bold. So. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, but but see, here's the thing, Hezekiah. I hadn't always been, so you know, I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Mm. Yes. So 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 yeah. So this again. That's that's why that's why I gotta get this book into as many hands as possible because there are so many people who are hiding and they are not living significantly. And some people are doing it on purpose. Some people are purposely hiding. And so this book wow. is for them as well. Oh yeah, I'm calling everybody to the carpet. <laughs> Everybody. You're making everybody accountable, and I like that because we all Absolutely. have to be accountable for our own actions because many of us are in the same boat. Many of us have gone through the same things, and many of us are making excuses for not yes. moving on. And what Ebony is saying, okay, it's time to get out of making excuses. 
it's time to move forward. Yes, you yes. failed. Yes, you made a mistake. Yes, but the Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all been there. We've all made those mistakes in life. We all failed at something. Yes. Heck, we got a man that's running for president, and he done, that's another whole story, and he done failed so many times. It's pathetic. But yes. we still, he's still saying, I'm going to run for president. So, hey, yes. so what does it look like if we got somebody running for president who has failed many times as well? Bankrupt many yeah. times, mm-hmm. but he did not mm-hmm. let that stop him from saying, "I'm going to run for president. I'm going to put on mm-hmm. and produce these shows." I know he didn't let that stop him. Our problem right. is we let, like you said, failure is not a setback. It's uh, f- failure is not the what is it? Failure is not the it's end not all. Final. It's just feedback. It's failure's not exactly. final, thank you. It's just feedback. It's just for you to say, you know what, okay. Just like mm-hmm. when we make those mistakes when we drive, and I don't know how you Alabamians do it, but if you use a GPS, you <laughs> may just make a wrong turn somewhere, and then it says, oh, rerouting. So sometimes mm-hmm. you have to That's be right. rerouted. When you're in the beginning of your life, when you say, yeah, I'm going into um, law, my guy said, well, I'm mm-hmm. going to reroute you in a different direction. Yeah, you start huffing and fussing. Because you're like, look, oh, yeah. I done did 20 years in college already. Now you, now you tell me, well, that, that wasn't his fault. That was just something you decided to do. You didn't say, well, God, right. like your kids ask you, well, Mommy, what should I do? They come to Mommy or Dad to find out. But if they didn't come to Mommy and Dad to find out, then after it explodes up in their face, well, Ma, mm-hmm. this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's just how God is. He's our daddy. Yeah. He's our father. You know, so he'll he'll he ain't gonna say he's gonna step back because that's mm-hmm. his permissive will. He's gonna like I'm gonna you know let um, Miss Ebony go through this, and then she'll she'll come back. She may be mm-hmm. a little upset, but she'll come back. But that was something to empower you to wake you up and say, look, I don't want other people to go through this. This is what you guys have to do because Absolutely. I've been there. Now, there's going to be people yes. that's not going to, and I'll be honest, there's going to be people that's not going to listen to you. They're going to think, you know, you are going to, you don't know everything because our kids tell us, let me make my own mistakes. I mean, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard someone. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. The road is out. Mistakes the road is out. Oh, no, I'm going to go down that road anyway. I, the sign says the road is out. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the sign. Okay. So when mm-hmm. they can fall off a bridge, then they go, oh, yeah, the road was out. But yes. that's how life is, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, people, you know, and I learn my, I tell people, you only take me one time. Once I learn my lesson, that's it. I don't have to keep yes. the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing and expecting different results. Absolutely. We cannot continue to do the same thing and expect different results because that means that you are insane. You, you're really not expecting something to happen. That means really? that you are insane. Or another you're word, as so you nice said, you it. are your knowledge <laughs> constipated. Yes, yes. Knowledge, <laughs> your knowledge <laughs> constipated. Yes, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm t- knowledge constipated. That's what it is. Too much information, too much, and, and, and they need a movement. It ain't nothing going to be right <laughs> until it moves. They're going to be all We're going to push them towards you because you're going to be their SLAX. 
I, I am the ex Merry <laughs> Christmas, I'm telling you. Yes. I am their ex black. Oh, wow. They need right, to absolutely. We are winding down with this beautiful interview, and um, I want you to give our um, – I want to make sure they have your contact – our listening audience have their contact information so they'll be able to contact you. Absolutely. Well, you can um, you can actually pre-order the book now. You can go to thesignificancefactor.com. It will be out in two weeks, about two weeks, give or take, um, thesignificancefactor.com to get more information um, from there. Uh, about the book itself, and then to find out more about me and what I do, uh, you can go to ebonytrust.com uh, and ebonytrust.com. Excellent. And, um, Michelle, you have any closing remarks? I just wanted to say I really enjoyed this. You know, I think we, we definitely spend, all of us, far too much time trying to figure out our purpose instead of living in it. So, yes. Uh, you you and your what you offer and your book is all much needed. So I thank God for you and thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate Excellent. that. And I definitely thank you for coming on. I've had a um and this is the funny thing. She, you know, um Michelle had mentioned to me you need to make sure you talk to the you know host because you know we, we sometimes I'm still learning before they before you get a chance, especially when you have a whole month of them. And I said, okay, I do a, a, a letter, uh, email and talking to him in the middle of the month, middle of the week. So I called Ebony, and I'm like, what time is it there? And so she's an hour behind us. So I'm like, oh. So she came on, at, you know, she's an hour behind us. As we're getting tired about the pass out, you know, she is still a little fresher than we are, but that's you. okay. <laughs> She just getting started. Just getting she just gonna get this party started, and we get ready to um, pass out. But yes. it, 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 it was a great interview. <laughs> that Definitely. that was, it, it's been a great interview. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And again, if you guys, you know, I put I put the book in the uh, event page, so make sure you guys um, check it out if you want the book. She's pre-ordering them. And um, I'd like to thank all of you who've been listening to and um, and listening and information from my guest tonight, Miss Ebony Trust. This has been a wonderful interview, and she is now part of the Man and the Mara family. Yay! If Yay! You have any Happy to be a part. Absolutely. Thank you. If you guys have any questions, all the information is in the event page. Um, please go to my website, www.hezekiahmontgomery.com, and um, sign my guest book. And just know that some greater things are coming from um, Hezekiah Montgomery, so we'll be looking out. And, they, and I won't say, but they'll be coming out soon. Um, so, And you guys have been great. Also, we're still doing the fundraising for the Go um, Rediscovering Kyle the Play, but we are actually tweaking that now because a lot more things are happening. So that information will be coming forth. Again, you guys have been great. We love you, we love you, we love you. This is Hezekiah L. Montgomery signing off, and I'll see you at the mirror. <laughs>